You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Postcast edition here as BYU improves to 5-0 and on the season via a 34-20 victory over the Utah State Aggies. The Cougars are 2-0 and versus their chief in-state rivals. Huge, huge win for BYU, especially considering what they finished the game with and the injuries they dealt with going into the matchup. We're going to dig into that. We'll also get your guys' comments from Twitter that you guys sent in after the win. So plenty to get to here on this special edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast. And without further ado, let's dive on in. This is Postcast. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars and your resident BYU insider. And what a win for the BYU football program. They are now 5-0 on the season, opening the month of October with a 34-20 victory on Friday night against the Utah State Aggies. Very impressive victory for BYU, especially considering the injuries they dealt with on the offensive side of the football in particular. Many of you watch this game. If you guys did not and you're listening to this podcast, I would probably be questioning why you'd be listening. But nonetheless, thank you for tuning in. Uh, by the way, you guys can find this podcast. It's free and available on all podcast platforms and soon to come to YouTube. So stay tuned for that. But nonetheless, a big victory for BYU, 34-20 to over the Utah State Aggies. There's an outside shot, folks. Come Monday when we talk again, the BYU could be ranked in the top 10. It's not a out of the realm of possibility scenario that BYU could jump from number 13 into the top 10. It all depends on how everything plays out over this weekend. But the biggest storyline, I think, coming out of this game are the injuries. Baylor Romney had his helmet hit the turf pretty dang hard towards the end of that first half against Utah State, and he was absolutely bowling out up to that point. 15 of 19, 187 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, a QB rating of 75.3, very impressive numbers. But his helmet did hit the turf, and he was talking with trainers going off the field, and out comes the team for the second half. And number 17, Jacob Conover warming up, and Baylor Romney was uh, taken out of the game. Jacob Conover inserted, so BYU down to their third-string quarterback. And Conover, eh, Decent performance, I guess is what I would say about it. 5 of 9 for 45 yards, 5.0 yard per attempt average. So not great numbers, but numbers that won the game because Tyler Al 
Jeter. And yes, I just made his name three syllables long because this man was an absolute dude. Tyler Algier finishes the game with 22 carries, a career-high 218 yards. He averaged 9.9 yards per carry, folks. He was averaging literally 0.1 yards short of a first down every single time he touched the ball. Had a long run on the night of 67 yards. Finished with three touchdowns. The first hat trick for a BYU running back since uh, Squally Canada did it, get in, did it against Arizona in 2018. Tyler Algier deserves the game ball, all of the game balls, because he was absolutely lights out. BYU as a team, just to be clear about this, finished with a grand total of 221 rushing yards as a team. Now, if you just heard me, I said that Tyler Algier finished with 218 yards. Outside of Tyler Algier, BYU as a team gained a grand total of three yards rushing. Tyler Algier put BYU on his back, and he said, giddy up, we're going to the promised land, and... They're rolling in the promised land. The most impressive thing about this BYU team right now to me, folks, is in five games. They're 5-0. and They have not trailed once. Yes, you heard that right. 300 minutes of game action they have yet to trail in a football game this season. That is about as impressive a stat as I can throw at you guys in this game. Man, what a performance for the BYU football program. Defensively, very impressed by BYU's rush defense in particular. Uh, So we talked just barely about BYU. They carried the ball 36 times for 221 yards. So BYU as a team averaged 6.1 yards per carry, the three touchdowns for Tyler Algier. Well, Utah State had 35 carries in this game. And you would think, okay, well, how did they do on that? Here's the numbers. 35 carries, 22 yards. So the average for BYU per carry, 6.1 yards per carry. The average for the Aggies, 0.6 yards per attempt. Their long run of the night, the long run of the night for Utah State was Logan Bonner with a 10-yard scramble. Remember that big uh, first down that he converted on third down, scrambling to the marker up the middle of the field. That uh, drive ended in a touchdown. This was an absolutely marvelous defensive outing for their rush defense. How incredible is it that guys like Nisa Mahe and Tyler Batty return from a week off against USF and suddenly BYU is more than formidable along that defensive line. What an outing. Ben Bywater, he is turning into a star before our very eyes, folks. Led BYU with nine total tackles on the season. Also led them with seven solo tackles. Led the team in tackles for loss with three. BYU as a team had nine, so he had one-third of the tackles for loss. Also tallied one of BYU's three team sacks. So he was either tied or led BYU in four statistical categories individually. As I mentioned, BYU, nine tackles for loss, three sacks, Five pass breakups, two interceptions, two quarterback hits. This was a phenomenal defensive outing for BYU. And yes, they had their moments where they broke. Uh, Georgia Udo had a pretty egregious pass interference call. We saw uh, who got burned on that touchdown. It might have been Udo again that burned on the touchdown to Devin Tompkins. Utah State was intent on really testing the back end of BYU's defense, but I got to give credit. By and large, BYU's cornerbacks and safeties held up very nicely. A special shout out should go to Caleb Hayes. Three pass breakups. They were really going after him all game long. He responded with three PBUs. 
Really, really fun to see. And I just feel like this was a very, very gutty win for BYU, especially the injuries they dealt with. James Ampey and Harris LeChance, as we talked about, did not play for BYU along that offensive line, but they still bullied their way to 400 and what do we got? So we got 467 yards of offense for BYU. 466 yards, excuse me. But monster numbers, not even 460, no, 466 yards. So monster numbers and BYU's offensive line rebuilt on the fly. Two of the regular starters, two of their veteran starters out. No problem. We'll just keep doing our thing. So very, very impressive victory for BYU. And I got to tip my cap. I Man, rivalry games, they bring a different element. And BYU, by and large, navigated all that Utah State, the herd, as the student section calls themselves, could throw at them. And they walk out of there with the wagon wheel. And as you heard coming in, we're celebrating with Darius Rucker and wagon wheel. I know, and let me be clear. Some of you are going to be, well, that's not the original, Jake. Darius Rucker remixed it. I'm not going to lie. Darius Rucker's version should be the original. I, I'm just not a huge fan of, of the actual original version of wagon wheel. But decided, you know what, come in. We're going to celebrate a little bit. So, it is your guys' time to glow. Your guys having to celebrate. Coming up here in just a moment, you guys will have your say. I threw it out on Twitter last night on both my Twitter feed as well as the show's Twitter feed, Locked On Cougars. It's on Twitter. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as a show. You also can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. Weigh in with your comments, concerns, whatever you got, and we'll get to your comments here in just a few moments. Today's special edition of the Postcast is brought to you by our friends over at Elevate Fitness. Many of you heard me talk about the fact that I have lost over 40 pounds this year, and it's all due to the help of Rich Hart and his team over at Elevate Fitness. They've taught me a lot about insulin resistance and how critical it is in the weight loss uh, field. It's all based on research done by Dr. Ben Bigman. He is an absolute just magician in terms of the science and everything. He knows what he's doing. He, he looks at the science, and we all know that trust the science is a really weird term right now, but Dr. Ben Bigman's doing great things. And insulin resistance, folks, it is absolutely the key to weight loss. If you guys would like to learn more about this, I would encourage you guys to go to their website, insuliniq.com slash elevate. You can learn more about insulin resistance, what the critical components of it are, and why it's so important for you guys to get it under control. If you want to lose weight or just overall get healthier, you may not need to even lose weight. You just want to get in a healthier healthier state of being, well, insulin resistance is absolutely something you guys need to check out. So once again, get over to insuliniq.com slash elevate. You can schedule a free consultation with Rich Hart or one of the members of his team with no obligation beyond that. It's been a life-changing experience for me, and I would encourage you guys to give it a shot as well. That's insuliniq.com slash elevate. And when you stop by there, tell them the Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. They'd love to help you guys out. That's insuliniq.com slash elevate. Rolling on here on Postcast, it is your guys' time to shine. You guys know the drill here at this point, I hope. You guys weigh in on Twitter. I read your guys' tweets and react to them, so let's have some fun and let's get going here with Daddio underscore seven. Third down slash patch defense is poop emojis. Well, the third down defense, sure, you could be better about that. But the one thing is, and I will, I understand the third downs, they are kind of the great on you, especially when they're third and long in that case. But BYU is close, folks. They have been very good on first and second down to even get those teams into those third down scenarios. Now you just need to go make a play. 
BYU struggled the last two weeks with third down defense. It's something they can work on, and hopefully things will get better. Daniel Haslam, a longtime uh, confidant and listener of ours at Dan Haslam, great experience for this team. Tough crowd, adversity, injuries, and still got the win. Need players healthy for next week. This team is good, and health is absolutely a major concern, Dan. I completely agree with you. Obviously, we're all going to be watching very closely and intent on how the quarterback room is going to be looking like. As it stands right now, if injuries hold, you're not going to have Jaron Hall or Baylor Romney. Jacob Conover could be in line to make his first start. Kind of funny that in 2019, if you guys go all the way back, a certain third-string quarterback was brought in to start for uh, BYU in their first career start against a nationally ranked Boise State team at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Oh, wait, that's Baylor Romney. Well, might be the very same scenario for Jacob Conover. Can he put the same type of performance that Baylor Romney did in 2019 on the field next Saturday? Only time will tell, and obviously we'll be tracking that all week long. The guy injuries along the offensive line, absolutely are something we need to keep an eye on. Our good friends at College Football Home, part of the fifth quarter networks. If BYU can't get better on third down defense, Boise State will win by 13 plus. Uh, College Football Home, have you watched Boise State play? That's my question mark. I honestly think 13 plus, but obviously they got to fix that third down defense. Landon Sorensen, another longtime listener, five and zero. Fingers crossed that Hall and or Romney can play next week, folks. I am not counting on Jaron Hall uh, until at least the Baylor game, based on everything that I've heard in that scenario. Maybe I'm revealing too much, but just based on what I'm hearing. I, my hope is that Romney's the one that you probably keep an eye on. Brandon Robbins at Sir B. Rob saying Tyler Algier, that's all. And he tagged Tyler Algier, Tyler Algier 17, that's all. Tyler Algier was an absolute stud in this game. What a legendary performance. Enjoy him while he's in Provo, folks. He is the next NFL running back coming out of BYU. Glenn was sent uh, with a similar sentiment. Algier is a beast and BYU's QBs are cursed against USU maybe. Now, there's an argument to be made. You can think back to the two season-ending injuries that Taysom Hill suffered against Boise State. We all know that Jaron Hall went out in that game in 2019 before Baylor Romney entered. Now Baylor Romney goes out in this game. There is a track record there, and it's not good. But let's also remember, best wishes to Logan Bonner. Sure looked like uh, that was a hyperextension of his knee and maybe some ligament damage to his knee at the bare minimum. Hopefully not an ACL or anything of the like, but tough to see that. And by the way, anybody who claims that's a dirty play, Wow, I just can't. I can't. I can't go there. All right, other ones. Matthew Detweiler. Good teams win. Great teams cover. That's how it's done. Cougs. Matt, you're not kidding. BYU covered the spread, and obviously they co- they are off to a five and zero start. Very very good. Mitch at Maverick Bridger says Tyler Algier with exclamation point beast, and he will be missed next year. Would be nice to have him as a senior in the Big Twelve, but he will be playing on Sundays next year. Completely agree with you there, Mitch. Tricky T, our dear friend, a character win by BYU. I'm proud of them, but they need to get healthy, especially in the QB and secondary positions. Completely agree, Tricky T. You're not you're you're speaking complete truth. I got you. And he used the hashtag go Cougs. So thank you for that message, Tricky T. Tanner, you're a good man. Let me just be clear about that. Uh, Spencer Kamek at Lacey Dentist. De- defense is okay, but we have a penchant for giving up big third down conversions. Evidence is there the last two games. It's evidence is mounting the BYU's big Achilles heel is the ability to get off the field in third downs. It's something that they need to focus on, especially, but I'm not necessarily 
super worried about it for this point, but they just they they need to get off the field. Obviously, they got to be able to help themselves out. Parker Wetstein, give the ball to Tyler. Speaking of Tyler Algier, completely agree. Nick Chadwick, once again, can't get stops. Stops are at a premium. Defense cannot get off the field. Nick Chadwick followed up his second uh, tweet there. JT Lamoureux, Tyler Algier saved yet another game for the Cougs. When USU got within seven, I worried that the offense would stall again, and then Tyler. Tyler reels off that huge run and my worries disappeared. T.A., speaking of Tyler Algier, equals GOAT. That was a legendary run, folks. Had he housed that for a touchdown, that's the only way that play goes better. And initially, it was ruled a touchdown. Replay brought it back because his elbow did hit before the ball crossed the goal line, but what a legendary run. And by the way, Puka Nakua, if you need to go back and watch that video, follow my good friend Hans Olsen, 975Hands on Twitter. He has a block, speaking of Puka Nakua, where he uh, flatbacks the, it's a, it's a pancake block for the cornerback, and then he goes and gets the safety to allow Tyler Algier to accelerate down the sideline to get to the one-yard line. Legendary stuff. And by the way, the offensive line on that play alone, Great, great setup. Jordan Huey at Shung Zhao. Uh, healthy D-line makes all the difference. Need to get that secondary caught up. Algier is a beast. Can we talk about Rico's perfect punts all night long? He pinned them deep all, all game. It's kind of an unsung hero performance for Ryan Rico, especially the one that put uh, Utah State at their own two-yard line late in this game. Ryan Rico is an absolute weapon, folks. He is a guy that I believe can compete on Sundays as a punter. He's got all the size, all the leg strength. It seems like he is destined to make money in this game at the pro level at some point. He was very, very good. So thank you for pointing that out, Jordan. Chris Phillips uh, weighing in. With games like tonight and the punch-out force fumble, Tyler Algier is going to be playing on Sunday's next season. He is a special talent. Agreed. Brian Burton, BYU is a team you have to beat as they will beat themselves. No turnovers, composed in a tough environment. So many chances to collapse, but they demonstrated toughness and maturity. Great win. I agree with you. This was a character-building win for BYU. They don't beat themselves. That's the sign of a good team right now, folks. This is a confident team. They walk out on the field. They expect to win. That's a big key difference for BYU currently. All right, more comments here. Dennis Thomas at Macro Guru. The fight is there. We need to play a complete game. If we can do all four quarters, we should win all of our games the rest of the season. Well, that seems like a pretty straightforward uh analogy I would agree biggest question mark obviously is you need to get quarterback situations sorted out and my hope is that Baylor Romney can pass concussion protocol pretty quickly but those are all very very uh, touchy subjects and it's all dependent on the player some guys recover from concussions and get back to their baseline tests and pass them with flying colors within a few days other guys it can linger for a long time it's just it's really really touchy, and I'm not even going to try and prognosticate on that. Carson Allen with a list for us. All right, number one, USU is a decent quarterback away from being pretty good as a team. The wide receivers are good. I would agree. Logan Bonner had his moments, though. I actually like USU. I'll watch them this year. Fun offense. Also agreed. If you have not watched Utah State on offense, folks, you're missing a high-flying attack. Three, please never schedule them again. There's going to be a few of these tonight. Uh, number four, defense is good enough to get us uh, to win every game, but not exciting. Only 336 total yards for Utah State. Folks, BYU for the first time allowed a team to get to 20 points, if I'm not mistaken, this year. Did I maybe? No, no, no. Uh, sorry, I apologize. I screwed that up. Uh, USF did get to 27 points last week. But BYU's defense, by and large, remember Bronco Mendenhall used to have one of his benchmarks. If he felt, uh, if he could get his defense to hold a team to 24 points or less, he felt like BYU was going to win something like 90-some-odd percent of their games, and 
That number seems to be holding even fast under the Kalani Sataki regime. Uh, cue ball at Matt Quinney, uh, Matt underscore Quinney, excuse me. TA is a trucker. Speaking of Tyler Algier, Baylor is a baller. This BYU team finds a way to win, and it feels great to be 5-0, and baby. Yeah, I think you've got a lot of people saying amen to you, cue ball. Uh, Algiers right fist at daddyo underscore seven once again says run D was lights out past D was poop emoji third and long is a huge issue for the D they must fix that or it will cost us games hope Hall and or Romney are ready to go versus Boise State completely agree with you there it's something you've got to keep an eye on and obviously you need to improve that uh, pass defense especially on third downs oh Carson Allen more of a list all right here we go Carson Allen continuing here. Number five, Tyler Algier is a grown man. Best player on the team. Uh, pretty good argument to be made. Number six, we need a bye week. Well, that's not happening until November, folks, so buckle up. This could get a lot worse before it gets better in a way. And then Ben Bywater has improved immensely. He's really good. Greed Carson, thank you for weighing in with your list there. Uh, Buzz at L underscore buzzard. BYU's D was legit good on stopping the run and lights out on first and second down. Horrific on third downs. BYU always finds a way to score enough and run out the clock to end the game. Folks, what really matters at the end of the day is having more points than the other team. We all know this. I'm, I'm a broken record on that point there. You all really want, just all you really want, excuse me, is you want to see your team with more points than the other team at the end of the night. Am I wrong? I don't think I am. All right, more of your comments coming here momentarily to wrap up today's edition of the Postcast, a special edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen. want to encourage you guys, your second listen after we wrap up here should be our friends over the Locked On Big 12 podcast. Uh, Josh Neighbors doing a great job getting you guys caught up on everything in BYU's new conference home, beginning officially in 2023, but no time like the present to get a jump on becoming a aficionado of the Big 12 Conference. So more of your comments here momentarily. Real quick, though, today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Absolutely love this company, a local company based in Utah County, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, even under the Wasatch and Tooele counties. No matter if you have residential or commercial pest control needs, they have the expertise, the know-how, the equipment, the manpower, whatever you guys want to make sure it's taken care of for you guys. The best part is I can attest to what All Guard Pest Control is doing because they service my home and they have been absolutely incredible. They've abated every issue I've thrown at them and I have not experienced kind of a recurring of issues. That is the mark of a good company. So trust Seth Baird and his team. If you want to give them a call, please call them 801-851-1812. Tell them that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. They'll be sure to take care of you guys. And even if you don't mention that, I know they'll take care of you nonetheless. Also, you can go to their website to learn more. That's allguardpestcontrols.com. Allguardpestcontrols with an S. It's a great website, a lot of resources, a lot of things to learn there, but also make sure to reach out and ask for them to come out and help you guys with whatever your pest control needs are. So once again, All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812 or go online to allguardpestcontrols.com. All right, more of your responses now as we wrap up this postcast edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast. Our good friends at Y for Life, or our good friend at Y for Life, saying, in the time it took to respond, our D allowed nine third and ten conversions. A win is a win. 
A win is a win is a win is a win. Let's go with that. Jaden Priest at Jaden J. Priest. Defense was wonderful. A bend, don't break mentality will always give us some chunk plays, but they closed out when it counted. I think people are being far too harsh on the secondary. I would agree with you, Jaden. Uh, really, they only broke the one time on the touchdown pass from Bonner to Tompkins. Outside of that, I feel like the secondary played pretty dang good. I know you give up 300-plus yards passing. Okay, great. Well, guess what? You made the, the offense for Utah State literally they only had one thing they could do is throw the football they ran for 22 yards folks that's a damn good performance from the BYU defense let's be very very clear as Parker Westin points out here actually right after Jaden also only allowing 22 rush yards is unbelievably impressive Parker you are a smart man thank you for backing me up Roy Bischoff at Roaring 2000 once again they don't play a clean mistake free game injuries are a problem but they tighten things down at the end to have the mental fortitude to close out the game I agree with you on all points. Injuries are going to be an ongoing concern here, folks, because the situation is BYU's got games. They're not going to have a bye week until uh, mid-November. That's just how the schedule laid out this year. So it could be a situation where BYU is playing with uh, kind of a mishmash of players for the next month. It just uh, seems like that's kind of where we're looking at right now, but we'll find out. Our good friend Casey Finlinson and Fin Daddy 81, a gutsy win over a very motivated team. The biggest takeaway was BYU's much better situation being partnered with ESPN than the Mountain West Conference does with CBS Sports Network. That commentary team was horrible. Who knew I would miss Rod Gilmore? Now get healthy and ready for Boise State. Aaron Taylor did not have his finest night, folks. I actually really like Aaron Taylor as a common commentator, but the fact that he misidentified Solte Mayava Peters as Jaron Hall, and he's like, he's in uniform. Why is he not out there playing? Uh, but he looked a little to the left there. That's actually Jaron Hall. That's Solte Mayava Peters. Mm, a little cringeworthy on that one. All right, Nate Slack, our friend at Nate Slack, five. Algier is a monster, no doubt about that. Love how clean we play, limited slash no turnovers and penalties. BYU, by and large, has done a pretty good job on that. They did have some in, uh, some uh, turnover, not turnover, in, not injuries. Man, I am struggling right now. They did not have many penalty issues, but the mid part of that third quarter when Conover first took over, you can think of some false starts and some other situations that did hurt BYU. Uh, defense is great with everything but third and long. Fix that, and this team could do very big things, but it's a problem. And then finally, preview for next week, Boise State is number 115 in rush defense. Tyler Algier and BYU's offensive line are licking their chops as they think of that. Alan Black at ABLACK55. Whoever did the recruiting grades for Algier coming out of high school is in need of some serious self-evaluation. These aren't new physical traits or athletic abilities he's developed since coming to BYU. He already had these in high school. Folks, Tyler Algier is an NFL running back. 5'11", 220 pounds. I have heard, he he has said that he runs a sub 4440. I don't believe that. I think he'd be somewhere in the 45 to 46 range, laser timed. But that is plenty fast enough. And this is a guy who's going to make money running at the next level. Jacob Fisher at JDD Fisher. Algier deserves player of the game, but Baylor deserves a ton of credit too. Despite the injury, he was fantastic in the first half. Yes, folks, he was on his way to another monster performance. And I hope that he is cleared to play against Boise State because he is carving folks up right now. He's completing 80% of his passes through the two games, or I guess the game and a half he's played for BYU in relief of Jaron Hall. BYU has legit talent in that quarterback room. I'm not saying that uh, that Jacob Conover is not talented. BYU is very high on his abilities. There's a reason why he's a four-star prospect. We'll see. It'll be very interesting. Uh, Josh Chisholm, glad Jaron Hall didn't play because I'm sure some way he would have also gotten hurt again too. 
There's a point to be made there. Taylor Williams at Tay Will 44. DBs were great. So many pass breakups. Only one PI. Very good points. The secondary, I do think, was a little bit of the whipping boy for BYU's defense tonight. Also, uh, Doug Gibson. Defense held on for the third quarter when offense could not move the ball. That was big. I agree. Towards the end of that third quarter, though, that offense did put together a drive that ended the quarter. And I'm not going to lie. That drive right there may have won the game for BYU. I know it became a one-possession game after that. But that drive right there, BYU went down. Took a ton of time off the clock. Got the field goal from Jacob Conover to make it a 14-point game. That was as critical a drive as any in this contest. Amber Roberts, our dear friend at Amber N underscore Algier carrying the team to victory. And it's a picture of a guy carrying a chick like, like a piggyback. And it's... That's exactly what it is, though. Landon Sorensen, once again. Defense was better than people are giving them credit for. Utah State only had 22 yards rushing. That's absolutely insane. I would agree. Jeff Henmore. Henor, excuse me. I, Jeff, I, I, every time I look at it, I want to say Henmore, but it's Henor. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. If I'm not, please let me know. Any of your guys' names, by the way. Feel free to reach out and tell me I'm, I'm a dummy for mispronouncing your name. Uh, he says, we need more bodies on defense so we can be better rested, especially if the offense is going no huddle. That killed us. That is why people go no huddle. It doesn't matter how many bodies you have, guys. If you're stuck out on the field for that long, you're going to get tired, plain and simple. All right, other ones coming in here. Uh, Matthew Pedersen at State Classy Matt. Once again, a true team win. We don't have a Zach Wilson, quote-unquote, but we do have a ton of above-average guys who play hard for each other. Algier is a star, and he is so humble, he highlights the successes of others. And that's Algiers' M.O., folks. This is not a guy who's a... He's not a me-first guy. He's a team-first guy, and I mean that sincerely. Audi at Bayou City Coug. Defense showed up when they needed to in the second half. Completely agree. Jacob Osler. Stay classy, farmers from Ogden. Well done, Jacob. I was waiting for one of those. Ogden jokes. I love it. Uh, Corey. True underscore blue BYU. Considering how we are playing with second and third strings at many positions, also the defense in the second half stepped up, allowing only one score that I believe and only allowed 22 rushing yards on 35 attempts throughout the game. As long as we keep getting the Ws, I will be happy, and I think everybody agrees with you, Corey. Keep winning. Keep staying happy. There is no doubt about that. JKBYU01 saying that was scary when Baylor was out in the second half. Got to give it to this team. The defense rose up. Tyler Algier went crazy with his runs and his team rallied around him. This is a complete and deep team. Hope the team can get healthy and continue this run. I think you're absolutely on top of that one, JKBYU01. Uh, Jimmy White, this team is good. 5-0, and baby. We have tremendous coaching, and the O-line looked phenomenal tonight. The defense has got to get off the dang field, though. Allowing them 11 of 21 on third downs is ugly. I would agree. This defense needs to give the offense an opportunity to score some style points. You know what? That's going to come, folks. And they're going to be weaker opponents. And this is a rivalry game. It's emotionally charged. We've got accusations that BYU is spraying water on Utah State fans, which earned bottles being thrown at them. Which, by the way, if you throw a bottle at a game and you hit somebody with it, you guys realize you can be arrested and charged with an assault and battery? Don't throw things at games. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. I'm not excusing BYU's players. If they did spray water, and it sure looked like uh, some players may have sprayed some water in the direction of, BYU, of the Utah State student section, you're instigating at that point. But throwing bottles or projectiles, yes, that can earn you a record that goes on your permanent record for the rest of your life. Don't do it. Just my PSA for the day. All right, other comments coming in. Jake Summers, one word answer to our question about uh, takeaways from the game. Algier. 
That's probably a good way to put it. Algier was the man in this game. I completely agree. Uh, Final few comments here. Our good friend Nick Lee. I had a weird calmness about this game. I trust this coaching staff. I trust the experience BYU has. I knew Algier would be Grim Reaper. I knew BYU would win. I don't usually say that. Also, can we never go back to Logan again? Big 12 teams ain't got time for that. All right, Nick. I like it. But... I, that's interesting to hear you talk about. I know you well enough, Nick. I know Nick well enough that him being calm about that and actually expecting BYU to win, it's a little bit uh, off of his typical self. And that's something against Nick. He has a really good job at what he does, and he's got a point. And then final two comments here that I am seeing. So apologies if I did not get to your comment, but there's a lot of them that came in. Final two, though, here that I'm seeing. LV Coog at LV Coog. No turnovers and great defense. Okay, I take it. And then finally, we'll leave it here with Mikey VP. Mikey, Carrie's husband. One word answer once again, amazing. BYU is amazing right now, folks. They're 5-0. and Outside shot of getting to inside the top 10 this week. Whew. What a run, folks. And this team, they're special. The, you need special things to happen for this team. And the fact that they have not trailed once this season is mighty impressive. Yes, are they putting up gaudy numbers like they did last year with Zach Wilson? No, but all that matters is winning football games, and all BYU is doing is win. Yeah, you can insert the song, All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah, you okay, that's the first and last time I'll probably try singing that song on this podcast. If you want to clip and save it, do it. You can throw it back at me at some point, but... What a win. BYU 34, Utah State 20. The Cougars are 5-0 and getting ready for Boise State. Stay tuned. Of course, once the rankings come out on Sunday, we'll do a what we call our Monday edition to react to those as well as my film review of this game. Uh, that Monday edition usually comes out on Sunday because I typically finish it in the afternoons and post it right away. And, of course, we'll have it covered all week long in the lead-up to the matchup with Boise State next Saturday. 1.30 kickoff, folks. An afternoon kickoff at LES. The house that Lavelle built is going to be rocking. Get your tickets. We will be giving away a pair of tickets. It's just an early teaser for you guys as well. We have a pair of tickets I bought for this podcast. We give away to our listeners. Well, you might have a chance to go and watch the Cougars and the Broncos square off next Saturday. Stay tuned for that in coming episodes. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks again for making us your first listen of the day. Hope you all are doing great whenever you hear this. Follow the show on social media once again, Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, our email address, if you want to weigh in that way, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, that'll do it. Have a good one. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast, postcast edition, as the Cougars take down the Aggies. See ya. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.